Warren Buffett has recently said that long-term bonds are terrible investments, but we have Joseph Hoke from Let's Talk Money YouTube channel and the author of Step-by-Step Bond Investing saying that, brace yourselves, Warren Buffett is wrong. Not only that, he says that there's a secret billionaire code when it comes to investing in bonds, and we are going to dive into that in today's episode of the Investiva Movement. This year and over the next few years, and interest rates will increase. And, and generally, that means lower bond prices, right? People with two and a half million or more in their portfolios, in their wealth, and what they found, they asked these uh, these millionaires how they were investing, what percentage of their portfolio was in these uh, different investments. Pepsi, Coca-Cola, they're not going anywhere. Like Walmart, it's going to be there forever. It's going to provide that safe uh, rate of return, even if it doesn't make you rich overnight because you're getting rich on your business. You don't care about it. your Your stocks are just a great savings account. My name is Kenna Danielle. I'm a best-selling author and the founder of the Investiva Movement. We're working to help 1 million moms take control of their financial future and to create generational wealth. So if you're new here and you would like to join us in the movement, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And while you're at it, smash the like button as well to help us with the YouTube algorithm. And now let's go and say hi to Joseph Hoke. Nation, in the previous session that we had together, you talked about super easy steps you can take to actually get started in bonds. Now, we know that bonds, as low risk that they appear, is kind of controversial. Warren Buffett recently has said investing in long-term bonds is actually a terrible idea. And now we have you who actually have the secrets to becoming or billionaires who invest in in bonds and why they invest in and how they invest in it. So Joseph, first of all, is Warren Buffett right about long-term bonds being a terrible investment or somewhat right, or maybe not like what is going on here? (laughs) Sure. Well, you know, as much as I love the Oracle of Omaha and as much as he's proven naysayers wrong, I'm going to disagree with him here and really kind of say it's a difference in market timing versus investing, right? Warren Buffett is saying that because interest rates are at historic lows right now, they can only go up, right? And that may be, you know, we are experiencing some historic economic growth this year and over the next few years, and interest rates will increase. And and generally that means lower bond prices, right? So if you're buying a bond and then going to sell it before maturity, then that price is probably going to go down. The thing is, when you're investing in bonds, if you're investing for that long term, you are always going to get that guaranteed fixed income or fixed interest rate on those interest payments, you're always going to get the amount or the value of those bonds back when that bond matures. So nothing has changed for you really. When interest rates increase, the value of those older bonds, if you're going to sell them in the market, those do go down, but you're not going to sell them. You don't sell your bonds to to make a quick buck, right? You hold them for that interest payment for that cash flow, right? So really nothing has changed for those investors in bonds. And Better yet, you can take the interest payments you get twice a year from those bonds, reinvest in new bonds and make even more interest, make even higher returns. So, you know, Warren's trying to time the market really, trying to say that, you know, because interest rates are going to be going up, stocks are going to be the better deal over the next 10 years. Whereas over the last 30 bonds have had a really a great bull market. I would say, don't worry about it. I would say, actually, if you look at where billionaires are really investing their money, it gives a lot of people a lot more reason to actually buy bonds and invest in bonds. So 
this is interesting because I've had my fair share of disagreements with Warren Buffett as well, specifically when it comes to cryptocurrency. So, I mean, he has his own values and he seems to be sticking to one thing and he's doing it well. And I think everybody, there are different paths to wealth. So we talked about this right before this interview, Joseph, that, you know, investing in general should not be considered as a cash flow. Like you need to have your own business. You need to have whatever you're passionate about, whatever that you're creating to create value for other people. That is what is going to actually make you money. And then investing, whether it's in stocks and cryptocurrency or in bonds, is going to be the backup, is going to be your safety net, or is going to be what is going to make your money compound and grow. Now, personally, I've been investing in cryptocurrencies and stocks mainly to make my money work for me. Now, we've been talking, you, you've been kind of enlightening us about how billionaires, a lot of billionaires who are entrepreneurs who have their own businesses, actually invest more heavily in bonds. So can you tell us a little about the portfolios of these billionaires who are really focusing on bonds or how are they uh, doing the uh, proportions with their portfolio? Sure. sure. Well, it's one of the most amazing, most surprising insights into really how the rich invest, how the rich get richer, as it were, that really surprises a, a lot of people. You know, everybody thinks, okay, the, the rich are investing in the stock market. They're making billions here. And that's how, that's how they make their money. And it is completely false. It is not true. Great survey a few years ago by Scorpio, Scorpio, Wealth Management and BNP Paribas of a little over 3,000 millionaires across the world, right? Globally, people with two and a half million or more in their portfolios, in their wealth. And what they found, they asked these uh, these millionaires how they were investing, what percentage of their portfolio was in these uh, different investments. And what they found was shocking. Okay. They found that billionaire, millionaire investors actually only have on average about 20 to 25% of their money in stocks, in the stock market which obviously goes against what everyone thinks about millionaires. In reality, they had upwards of 35, 40% of their money in bonds and in cash, those super safe you know, investments, obviously cash, uh, the ultimate safety. And then another 30 to 40% of their money in their own business, their own startup business, or in the startup companies of other people's, right? Non-publicly traded startup companies. And the thinking here, and this is really the genius of what makes the rich richer, is they are taking so much risk with their own business, you know, doing what they do best to make money and really making returns that you will never see in the stock market. You know, even, even returns that we've seen over the past 10 years where the stock market's average actually averaged about 12% a year, which is well above the, the longer term historically average. You can make you know, I mean, I, over the last three years, I have doubled my monthly income every year through my own business, through my internet business. That's something you see a lot in uh, in startups, right? These rich, the, the millionaires, they're taking so much risk in their own business that they're using bonds and cash to really kind of balance out that risk in their financial lives, right? So they're they're really they're they're making their money in what they do best in their own business or investing in other startups. But then the majority of their cash of their portfolio is in less risky investments, is in bonds, it's in cash. So, you know, if worse comes to worse, then, you know, and their business needs a little bit more cash to, to keep running, then they can take it from the bonds, they can take it from the cash, and they don't have to worry about that risk in stocks, right? I can see that how bonds could be lower risk in the safety net, but I like my perceived perception of cash is just don't leave your money as cash, especially now with. Again, I'm a cryptocurrency like sure. fanatic. So, and with inflations potentially going higher again, like cash can get devalued so much in the future that like 
every time that I see money just sitting around in my savings account, I just get a panic attack. I, I need to do something with it. So you're kind of equating cash with bonds. And I really want to know, like, why not just put your money in bonds? Why would you even say cash is a safety net? Well, as we talked about it in our last video, bonds and stocks, that the correlation there has been increasing, has been becoming more positive. So a lot of times, and all you have to do is look at some of the stock market crashes. Look at last year, uh, the worst of the, uh, the 2020 stock market crash and compare you know, the S&P 500, so stocks, the stock market versus some bond funds. So like maybe the BLV, which is the Vanguard long-term bond fund, compare those in a chart. And you'll see that for a period there, for about two or three weeks, everything was falling, everything was crashing. That's, and that's gold, that's bonds, that's stocks, everything. So, you know, in those instances, you really do need something that is going to maintain its value. It's going to hold its value. And, and we're not just talking about a large portion of your portfolio, maybe even as little as five or, or 10% of your money in cash, but just that safety net, that ultimate safety net that you want to be able to you know, not have to sell your bonds, not have to sell your stocks or, or anything else, and really to be able to take cash out and, and use that where you need it. All right. So for somebody who is making, let's say, a million dollars per year through their business and the business is scaling nicely, and I'm talking about myself, um, how would you kind of create the portfolio? What would be the percentages? And let's set aside cryptocurrency, just talk about value assets. So personally, I normally invest in tech stocks, I understand them the best and they hold them and I normally hold them long-term and then I have the dividend stocks. So how much of this portfolio sure. would you allocate to bonds? Sure. Well, of course, this is always going to change with your own, your age, your own personal risk tolerance, things like that. But we can do, do kind of generalizations here. And I would start at a little bit higher level at the asset classes, right? So the asset classes, you've got your own business, you've got stocks, you've got bonds, you've got real estate, and then you've got maybe the alternative uh, investments like, you know, hedge funds, private equity, venture capital, and, and cryptocurrency, right? So generally, if you do have your own business and the cash flows are, are doing well, but obviously there's always that business risk, then I think in the rest of your portfolio, you're going to skew towards a little bit more safety. So you're going to have a little bit more in bonds, a little bit more in cash. And then even within your stock portfolio, I think you're going to skew that towards a little bit safety sectors or, or dividends, things like that, right? So you might have as little as even 25 or 30% of your money in stocks, right? And again, maybe skewed towards safety sectors like utilities, consumer staples, really investments that are going to provide you that safe, uh, stable uh, return, rate of return. And you don't have to worry about the companies, right? You know, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, they're not going anywhere. Like Walmart, it's going to be there forever. It's going to provide that, that safe uh, rate of return, even if it doesn't make you rich overnight, because you're getting rich on your business. You don't care about your, your stocks are just a great sa savings account right? A savings account with a great interest rate. In bonds, maybe you have a little bit more or maybe the same amount. Maybe you have 30% of your money in bonds or, or 20 or 25%, maybe another 5% in cash just for that ultimate safety and you know cash needs. If you know it's one month or a few months, your business really needs that cash injection to be able to survive, then you want that cash on hand. And then maybe you have five or 10% at the most in these alternative investments in private equity and venture cap or cryptocurrency, things like that. Uh, so it's very much an idea of balancing the risk in different parts of your portfolio, right? If you do have so much more risk, your own business, and really that's what's making you the money, then uh, you want to make sure at all costs, you can keep that business alive if it needs a cash injection, if it needs more cash, right? So you want less, less risk in your, in the rest of your wealth, in the rest of your portfolio.
So here I got private coaching from Joseph. Thank you so much for that. And yes, it's always good to go back because I feel like, and, and you mentioned that as well, your risk tolerance is changing all the time. Like my risk tolerance last year is significantly different than what it is today. It's probably going to change, you know, any change in your life, you know, if you become a mom, if you get married, if you get a divorce, whatever, all of these things are going to impact your risk tolerance. So we always want to go back to basics and measure that risk tolerance each and every time that something significant happens to your life and then kind of balance your portfolio accordingly. I think I was going a little bit too high risk because I was getting super excited about the business. Like, oh my gosh, I'm making so much money. I'm going to just invest everything in high risk assets. But this was a very good a wake up call for me as well that, hey, things may not always be as good as they are. And the stock market has been going up. Your business has been doing great. But yep, there is always going to be what goes up must come down. So we want to have some safety for that. Joseph, you're amazing. Thank you so much for all of your insights. You guys, you heard him. He's amazing. Go check out his YouTube channel. He has like some of the best contents out there on YouTube. So you want to go check out his YouTube. And if you found value in this video, go ahead and share it with your friends, with your family, and your friends, because I think this is actually super important. And maybe even if you know Warren Buffett personally, go and share it with him and show him why he's wrong. <laughs> so you're amazing. I'll see you guys back on the Investiva movement. Thank you, Joe. Thanks. Thanks, Kiana. My pleasure. We're going to go back for that fill of face. We're going to give you another, <laughs> another round. <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay. That's good. You know what? I'm going to use that as a thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs>